Welcome to the podcast and thank you for tuning in. I am your host Michelle Adra and I am a curious soul that like many others wants to live my best life. Here I am talking about subjects that go beyond the clouds such as what is EFT tapping? Why are we depressed? What is shadow work? Are tarot cards to be trusted? What diet is best for humans? Are our fears valid? What did Socrates have to say about life? And much, much more. Join me in my thoughts as we go beyond infinity. This is the Beyond the Clouds podcast. Hello, beautiful soul friends. And as always, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode with me, Michelle. I am apologizing in advance if I sound a bit different, if I sound a bit nasally. I don't know what it is, but I've catched another cold. I am feeling better than I probably sound. So have that in mind and hopefully this won't bother you too much when listening. If you're new here, well, I love to dig into different topics, high and low, and Sometimes, yeah, I choose a topic that just interests me. It's never a a real science behind it. If you, however, feel like there's a topic that you have in mind that you would want me to talk a bit more about, then please send me an email to hey at michelleadra.se. It's a Swedish hey in the beginning, h-e-j at michelleadra.se. Now, last time I talked about love languages and I shared which ones were mine or are mine. Today I am going to talk about the broken system that is often called, well, the real world. Lovely, isn't it? Why are so many of us not prepared to live in this so-called real world and why do some people do it better than others? As far as I know there is no manual, or is it? If you have that manual, please send that to my email address as well at the same time as you uh, come up with some new topic ideas for me. Some people say they didn't ask to be born, yet they have to find a way to live. And I'm sure you recognize that as well. Or maybe that was something you said when you were a teenager, for example, like, I didn't ask for this. I didn't ask to be born. I don't know why why I need to deal with this crap. We've all had the thoughts or the feelings at least of this. But like I said, we need to often find a way to live anyway. And we have different ways of doing that. Some people do it very destructively, right? Some people go and seek alcohol or other kinds of drugs that will numb this uncomfortableness or pain that comes with life. And others, they try to find different tools on how to live. And this is often easier to do once you are a bit older, once your brain is developed. Because if you, I mean, all of us, most of us know that the brain is not fully developed until you're 24 or 25 years old, somewhere there. So before that time, it's a bit hard to navigate life if you don't have people around you that you're admiring or looking up to or that you feel that you can trust to guide you through life. Killing yourself or killing someone else or even an abortion today, which is a hot topic that we're not going to go into today, it is considered illegal or sinful to, to do so, right? And yet not all people are given the same fundamental rights as others. So we force people to stay on this planet. We're telling them, no, you cannot kill yourself. 
No, you cannot kill someone else. And no, you cannot kill the unborn child within your body. Oh, but you want to live uh, in a certain way or you wonder how certain thing works? Well, you figure it out. Is that fair? I found it very hypocritical that some people feel forced to be on this planet, on Earth, either by parents, religion, or the legal system, or whatever reason, but yet they do not get proper tools to live in the world created, shaped, formed by the same people. <laughs> this world that we know it today is obviously shaped by earlier generations and about very old mindset. And certain things are still living from generations way behind us. And still we, we force them to stick around, even though the society that we know today is completely different, even though our values are different, even though the, that our brain has developed and we understand things differently. Certain things are still lingering on from past generations when we knew, well, less. And I know I'm sounding harsh when I'm saying this question, but I just can't help myself. And that is, are we breeding slaves or are we breeding humans? If that is a harsh question, well, keep listening and it might make sense. My point might come across in the end of this episode. Let's just look at the subjects you get to learn in school, for example. I grew up in Sweden where I was taught Swedish, English, math, drawing or draw. <laughs> art, I guess, world history, a little bit of politics, but not too deep into it. The overall political, I guess, system here in Sweden, we touched up, uh, well, we digged pretty deep into the different religions, to be honest. Uh, We learned chemistry. Once I got a little bit older, it got a bit more advanced. Physics, biology as well. And I had physical education classes as well to these other classes And at one point, we got to learn a third language, and I chose Spanish, but I wouldn't say I speak Spanish today, so don't try me or don't test me. And at some point, we also had basic cooking classes, but it was like one term, I think, or something like that, maybe two terms. I remember learning the basics in also sewing, and I was, I think we tried woodworking as well for a while. And even though there are a lot of important things we get to learn in school, because there are, there are some important subjects that we completely miss out on. Well, like I said before, when we're entering the real world, well, there was a lot of things that I didn't know how to do or how it worked. And I was not a bad student. I was actually one of the students that had the highest grades at one point when I was about 15, 16 years old, and I was uh, about to choose something that is called gymnasium here in Sweden, which is basically, I guess, high school, I guess, you know, school before you choose uh, to go or before you go to university. My teacher at that time wanted me to study, well, physics or chemistry or biology, because I was actually really good at those subjects. But I didn't want to do that. I had actually been thirsting for something more creative. Anyway, when I actually entered the real world, I did. I just felt like I knew nothing. Because in school, they didn't teach me about savings, investing, budgeting, stocks, shares, 
interests. They didn't tell me anything about insurance, taxes, or how it how is it working. They didn't talk about loans or about buying a house. They didn't even talk about renting an apartment. You need to put yourself in a queue here in Sweden so you have any chance at all to rent an apartment in at least Stockholm if you don't if you want to have a first hand lease or else you will have a second hand lease and your rights are not that great then and it's also usually much more expensive. In school they never talked about how it is to actually start your own business, the whole like um, legal system behind that. They didn't even talk that much about meditation or handling your own emotions. They didn't talk that crazy much about self-love or self-care. They didn't give you that many communication tools to use in conflicts. Yes, we did some debating, but they didn't talk about actual communication uh, tools that we can use in everyday life. Just what we would use if we would ever go into politics and maybe debate someone in front of us and try to win an argument. Even though we were taught some law and rights in school, we should have been going through much more. Because I didn't remember, I don't remember talking that much about children's rights. And that I'm sure would have been very important at that point in my life, because I was going through a lot of things, as we all do. I would have had much more use of knowing more about Well, a few of the topics that I just mentioned, instead of, for example, naming all the cities in the world, because you can easily look those things up today on your phone. What's the capital in Sweden? What's the capital in in Finland? And etc. You don't really need to learn that by heart. I have heard someone say this before, but I don't remember exactly who it was or where I heard it, but it went something like... In school, they teach you to not speak up, but to speak when you're asked to speak. Raise your hand. You are taught to study hard and memorize information that might or might not be true. Because there's a lot of things, for example, with DNA testing, that has been proven not true. And the history books obviously got it wrong. You are also taught how to prepare yourself to take test after test after test and that a certain grade is better than another. You are taught that there is only one correct answer to a question and there is only one way of doing certain things, not several. And to do that, well, that doesn't really, for me, breed a person that can later become an entrepreneur or a creative person solving problems and etc. If you're taught that this way is how you do it, this is the answer to this question, end of story. How is that helpful in the real world? You are taught what to think and not how to think or how to deal with the thoughts that you might not need or might not be good for you. So in school, they teach us to be passive individuals who work for the system. We are taught to be worker bees, instead of being creative leaders who might actually challenge the system that we have today. Some basic topics are important for all of us to learn. I get that. I I agree. But, well, the school curriculum is often very old and doesn't get updated as often as it probably should. The world is constantly changing, constantly changing. Not just the look of it, but also the societies on the planet, the group of people. 
we are all changing. Heck, like I mentioned before, some historical events are so-called or so-called facts have been proven to be completely wrong. Like, for example, Titanic allegedly did not sink because of an iceberg. Old photos has been found in an attic showing that there had been a fire burning in the ship's hull. The hit on the iceberg made everything worse and the ship sank. Have you ever heard that part? Or, for example, the Russian princess Anastasia was said to have survived the horrible massacre of her family, the Tsar family, in 1918. There were even people claiming to be her years after that. But in 2007, with DNA testing, like I mentioned before, her body and her brother's body were identified in a grave near where the rest of the family was murdered or were murdered. And when I grew up, Pluto was still counted as one of the planets in our solar system. But in 2006, it was decided to be a dwarf planet because it did not follow the three criteria that the International Astronomical Union uses to define a full-sized planet. These are obviously just some examples. So who knows what we still think is true in five years, in 10 years, or in 50 years. We have no idea what will change or what will come out eventually with new technology and that can help us look into things in a different way. I mentioned in the beginning that some people seem to do life a bit better than others. Who am I referring to, you might ask? Well, some people seem to live a bit more easygoing while others seem to really struggle. The people who might have it easier sometimes have a lot of money and therefore security and time to explore the world and themselves. Others might have supportive people around them that guides them to live with a more positive mindset. In some cases, religion can actually help here to live in a, in a grateful way which leads to a more prosperous and abundant life. However, it might not be easy for you if you've had very negative parents. Sometimes a negative mindset is enough. It doesn't have to be physically negative. It can just be like very, just the energy in your house. If your parents or guardians have complained about everything most of your life, you've heard this nagging about this is not great, this is crap, this is blah, then it's not crazy if you've been colored by that and feel low or depressed today. And to reset your mindset is not easy even though it is very possible. Earlier, I did touch on the subject of abortion in this episode And even though I said I wasn't going to dig too much into the subject, I do feel like it's important to say that I find it completely insane that leaders that are chosen by the people, most of the times, if you're living in a so-called democracy, well, it's insane to me that they are trying to tell the people what to do with their, their own bodies. And at the same time, not give them, these people, any tools on how to live life. If more of us were guaranteed a home and food on the table, for example, every day, I think maybe more people might not choose an abortion, for example, if they felt like they could offer a safe life or a secured life for their child. But, I mean, I still think it should be the individual's choice on what happens with their own body. And, like I said, I'm not going to go into that 
too deeply about what my opinion is about that. I have also, like, my line is also crossed at some point where I feel like, okay, then maybe you should not go that path, but this is not the episode for that. I want to use this as an example of, like, well, if we give people more tools, if we give people more opportunities, if we help people have the basics of life, then maybe we don't need to fight so much about certain other things that we do want them to do today. It's like, you can't have your cake and eat it too, or can you? (laughs) If more people knew that they were allowed an abortion, for example, that their body choices were respected, then maybe the leaders would be trusted in other subjects as well. Because today, most people don't seem to trust anybody. So what is the point here? What am I trying to say with this episode? Well, I think one really crucial point that I'm trying to make here is that the schools should be updated so they actually prepare students to live in this real world because there are so many subjects that we do not even touch on and not we can't expect that everyone will learn those other really important things at home. That's not that is not always guaranteed. Two, I think everyone should have access to fundamental things to survive and live. I am talking about knowledge, of course, but also home, food to eat, clean water, and medical care. Without it meaning that we need to overwork ourselves or stress ourselves to death. Because what's the point then if you're working 80 hours a week and you come home and you crash in your bed? That's not a, that's not a life. We all need to get a chance to reprogram ourselves as well so that we focus on what is actually important in life, love and helping each other, instead of power and money that make people walk all over their own sisters and brothers. It's insane. I mentioned this earlier before as well. Human brains are not fully developed until the age of like 25, I think, meaning that young people need guidance up to a certain age. They might not understand the choices they make until they are older. How many of us wish we would have done some things differently? And yes, all of this is part of life and about figuring it out and and all of that. But the basics should not be what humans worry about. And no one, no one deserves to feel unsafe or like they are truly starving or that they are dumb because they don't understand how stocks works, or uh, insurance works. We shouldn't feel stupid about things like that because they are not taught in school. So we can't just expect everyone to just figure it out or know everything, because it's not today available for everyone. I was asking in the beginning, are we breeding slaves or are we breeding humans? And I know the question is harsh but not allowing everybody to have access to the most fundamental things in life. We automatically make some people less worthy than others. In one way, that is the same thing as saying that some people are worth more than others. And that, my friend, is probably the biggest false in historical information I have ever come across. We are all equals. Nothing else matters. When you are born into this world, we are all equals. Yes, choices that we make during our adventure here on on this planet makes us, well, less good or bad or however you want to see it. But 
when you are born, if we all had the same fundamental rights, maybe most of us, or at least a lot more of us, a lot more people would make better choices that would be kinder, filled with love, and maybe we wouldn't have so much crime happening in the world today. Wow, thank you so much for listening so far. As always, share this episode with friends that you think might find this topic interesting. It would truly mean the world to me. So thank you so much. If you have anything to add or comment on today's episode, maybe even having a suggestion on future topics, well, feel free to email me on hey at michelleadra.sc. That's a Swedish hey in the beginning, H-E-J at michelleadra.se. Check out my website as well, www.michelleadra.se and my Instagram channel, michelleadra underscore author. Thank you so much. I'm sending you so much love and high vibration. And I hope I will talk to you soon again. Bye.